Today, on the Italian radio show, we interview the lovely and talented Marissa Tomei while doing the mambo to the music of Ray Gelato. Plus food, news, and everything else Italian. All of this coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Hello, folks, and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio. Uh, I am your host, Tony Listella, with the one and only, the beautiful, the gorgeous, she's still broadcasting out of her bedroom, my co-host and your friend, Marcia Caputo. Buon pomeriggio, ciao a tutti. Hello, Tony. You know, you get all of our male listeners and probably some females too. Yeah. Very excited because they know you're broadcasting, you know, out of your, your bedroom. You know, I've been in people writing it, asking me what she's wearing today, you know? A PJ. <laughs> <laughs> shame yeah. on you. Shame oh, on you. <laughs> That's the fun of this, right? No, well, folks, you're listening to us on the Italian Radio Network, the West Coast Italian Radio Network, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. And uh, our mother station that we broadcast out of in the greater Puget Sound area is none other than KKNW, 1150 AM on your dial, where you can hear us live throughout Puget Sound, or else you can go online you can hear us anywhere in the world. You can stream our show. If you go to our website, WCIR.biz, just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. You can stream today's show live or you can hear any of our past broadcasts there by clicking on our archive link. And after the show is done today, this show will also go in the link and be available on an ongoing basis. So, Marcia. How was your week? It was great. I went for a great hiking. That's what I've been doing every weekend. With me and my daughters, we decide a nice hike to do, and we just go. Like 11 miles, it's unbelievable. I hear you went to Leavenworth this last weekend, huh? It was, I love Leavenworth. And folks, for those of you who don't live here in the Puget Sound area, we're Mm. not talking about the prison Leavenworth. (laughs) (laughs) I know most people across the country, around the world, you say Leavenworth. Hey, she visited someone in a prison. Yeah, it was her Uncle Louie who had that, you know, insurance thing going. Now, forget about it. No, we have a beautiful town up in the uh, mountains here uh, called Leavenworth, which is a recreation of a little German village. You know, they sh- we should do an Italian town like that. Too bad we didn't have like a little Italian village somewhere. You know, I mean, it, you know, here uh, in Puget Sound or in the mountains or in some some place here in the country. You know, I, I don't know. You know it was beautiful. They have a face too, but it was so nice. All the restaurants they put the table outside. They block the street so no cars can get through. So That's like, very nice. You walk around. Well, they're doing that in downtown Seattle, too. They're yeah. blocking the streets so no <laughs> cops can come through. Yes. God knows. That's yes. right where they got the idea. Oh, yes. So anyway, I recommend to do a, take a trip. Just go check it out. It was fun. I felt like home. Well, you know, uh, anymore, you know, with all these summer festivals being canceled, we've come up now with a way that we can actually start doing summer festivals, okay? So, folks, here's the idea. We're not going to cancel any of the summer festivals, okay? We're going to call them protests, okay? We're we're going to do, like, if you want to do an Italian festival, we'll call it Italian Lives Matter, okay? Then you can have all the people you want to come, okay? 
and they won't bother you at all. You can do live music. We'll, do, we'll sell pizza down the street. I think it's a great idea. What do you think? Great. Walking around with a glass of wine. Why not? Glass of vino. You got pizza. You got spaghetti, pasta, fuzz. Well, there you go. Okay. So, you know, that's our idea. We're going to see how this flies here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Anyway, we're going to get right into the news now. We have some great news stories today. In uh, Il Pezzo d'Italia in the Northwest, uh, a little piece of Italy in the Northwest. And yeah, folks, I got to tell you, when you're dealing with you know, Italian news, the facts are most frequently stranger than fiction. All of this stuff is factual. I swear we get this from the news feeds every week. We don't make up any of this stuff, okay? So I'm going to start with the first one. This one actually came out in the Wall Street Journal, okay? Uh, came out this month on the 10th of June. It says they're talking here about Italy post-lockdown society. So you know how... We've been talking about this. Everybody around the country has been talking about what the new norm is going to be. What's the new normal going to be once we reopen? I mean, what is it going to be? We're, you know, no one really knows yet. God knows our governor here doesn't know. I mean, he's the last to know, you know. But anybody, I mean, you know, nobody knows this, okay? Um, but Italy is kind of working on this. So, you know, they're coming out of this lockdown. So the new normal in Italy, let's talk about this. So the Italian government is lifting the lockdown, but you know, as a lot of these new rules go into effect to let people come out while they're still trying to battle the pandemic, it's really baffling Italians. You think it's baffling everybody. It's baffling Americans. It's baffling us here in Washington. It's baffling everybody because everybody is in this regulatory overdrive the problem is, you know, you're dealing with the government. I don't care whether it's the Italian government or it's the American government. Trust me, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. Okay. The, mm -hmm. the federal guys don't know what the local guys are doing and vice versa. Nobody knows nothing. Right. So it says this is and this is exactly in Italy what's going on. The central government uh, and the local authorities, they each have their own set of regulations. But the rules change constantly. They change daily. Of course, they never bother to communicate with each other. Okay. So when the lockdown began, of course, all of the Italians, you know, were, were locked up. They couldn't go anywhere. So they're really looking forward now to getting out, getting back to normal. Okay. They're soon deciding, they're, they're soon discovering nothing is normal anymore. Okay. I mean, um, they're trying to figure out how they can coexist, go around their daily routine and still deal with the virus. The rules change constantly, you know, you're supposed to wear a face mask and do social distancing. And there's new rules for everything. There's new rules from what you can do when you get a glass of wine, the where you can sunbathe, how you can do that, how you can even get gelato, how they serve gelato. There's a rule for everything. And as one Italian said, if you're working, if you're out of your house, no matter what you do, you're simply breaking somebody's rules. That's kind of like it is here, you know? Right, right. That's why I say it's not so far-fetched. You want to do a music festival, I'm telling you. Call it a protest, come up with some fancy name, you know. They'll leave you alone. They don't want nothing to do with the protesters. They let them, they got thousands of people showing up. And no one suddenly, work, you know, but they won't let us open up here and do like a 200-person 200, uh, event. Come on, okay? No, you're in an open place. I don't get that, you know what I mean? But I don't know. Everybody right. do different rules. So it's, it's, my next one is from Chronica. Chronica. Yeah, Chronica. And they come out 11 June this one. Um, 
I think it's alleged, first of all, because uh, last week it was when I talk about this guy blind, he got a ticket, right? I remember you told me but about that. Yeah, yeah. This one, another one, is hilarious. In the Milano highway, this car was driving like crazy, and a truck driver, he pulled out his phone, a video directly the, um, the car. And you can see the car driving by and go super fast in the highway with what? With the hood open. You know the hood? No, right. so, so the, okay, so let me put this in English so our listeners can get <laughs> this. All right. yeah, yeah, so basically what, ha what she's saying is there's this truck driver. He's taking this video of this, this fast, fast car. It says it's a right. Lancia K. So it's a, I'm assuming that's an Italian car. Lancia K. Lancia K. Yeah, so it's, it's going like a bat out of hell, basically, down the freeway that's with right. the front hood, the engine hood up. That's and right. So, like, how's the driver able to see anything, you know? Right, right. So you can see that he went on for a long time in the highway. AD slowed down. I don't know how he did it. Nothing serious happened. So, but this video, it went in the media. It's everywhere. You can Google it. It come out the video. You can see the picture is already there. But you can see the video, the guy driving, like, no problem. No head is coming out from the window, so I have no idea how he's doing. So basically, he's, he, he, his hood is up. <laughs> he's not driving slow, mind you. This yep. guy is like going 100 miles an hour. As you know, right. they drive on the Autobahn anyway in Italy. <laughs> Plus, he has a sports car, right? So, so people go to the right and they drive 100 miles, yeah. yes. <laughs> and he's not looking out the window or nothing trying to see. So no. the question, how, how is he driving so fast staying on the road? Uh, hopefully he made it to an exit or something, whatever the problem was, got it fixed. I mean, you understand if the guy, had a, guy maybe had a problem with his car and he couldn't get his hood down, but right. that's crazy. That's but crazy. he did it and nothing happened, no accident. So that's that unbelievable. Good. But like I say, Google it, and you can see the video completely, full video, the time that he started driving the highway and everything with a hood up. So it's really, uh, it's, I, I got to say, wow. That's well, unbelievable, I folks. Uh, we're going to be right back after this short word from our sponsors. Don't go away because we have some great Italian radio today coming up, including a live interview with the famous, lovely, gorgeous, and talented Marissa Torme. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my my friend Frank Isernio said, All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast, Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy. Based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call me. 
Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. And we are back, folks, with more of the Italian radio show with West Coast Italian Radio. Um, you know, we have our event calendar that we normally do every uh, every week uh, when things are back to normal. We will resume that. Uh, right now, of course, um, there's not many events scheduled. We typically have events that we not only tell you about here in our region, but because we are the West Coast Italian Radio we have different events that take place on the entire West Coast of the United States in regards to um, different Italian events. Mm-hmm. All I can tell you at this point is that um, essentially through the month of August, every event that I know of, uh, every Italian event that I know of, it has been canceled uh, in the state of Washington, in the state of Oregon, in the state of California. Um you know, in Idaho, uh, in any of these Western states, I, I do not know of any Italian event that's going on this month, next month, or August. If uh, if someone has an event out there, an Italian event that is going on, uh, please let us know. We'll make sure we help you to promote that. Uh, obviously, we're talking about the Western United States. Um, but let's just talk about the ones that I know are still scheduled uh, in September, at least at this point, of course, this is pending. This is pending the um, the reopening uh, uh, of, uh, of of the state and reopening of different things here. Which you know, I think they have to be in phase four to do an event. But again, this is a unless you're a protester, then of course you you can okay. do any event you want, right? But that's another story. Okay, so anyway, right. at, at this point. We still are looking at doing Italian Day at the races at the Emerald Downs racetrack, which is the Sunday of Labor Day weekend, uh, September 6th. It's kind of like a mini Italian festival there where we got great uh, Italian food all day. You got Italian booths uh, with arts and crafts and other things. Got stuff for the kids. Uh, We have uh, grape stopping. um, We got Italian music all day with Tony LaStone, the Goombas. Uh, pizza eating contest. We're going to have uh, just a lot of fun at that event. And of course, you can uh, throughout the day, you can place bets on your favorite horses. A lot of times they, in fact, nickname these horses after Italian stuff. They'll, they'll have meatball versus lasagna or stuff like that, you know, so that's kind of a lot of fun. So that's always a fun event. And assuming that we do this event, We'll probably start about the middle of July since we're their media partner. We'll have a lot of free tickets to give away. So we'll let you know about that. Make sure we start getting tickets out there to all of our listeners. I think last year we gave around 500 free tickets away for the event. So uh, we'll have a lot of those if we wind up doing this again. Uh, The next event, uh, which was initially scheduled for July 4th, uh, is the Tacoma Freedom Fair. And they do uh, two events, the Freedom Fair and also Wings and Wheels, which has been now rescheduled from July 4th to 
September 12th and 13th. Of course, it's going to be down at the Giga Harbor Airport. And they're doing a huge air show flying over Commencement Bay that weekend on both days, the 12th and the 13th, including military jets from the different branches of the armed forces. So it's one of the biggest air shows uh, in America. And uh, it's just been a great event, usually with over 100,000 people attend. Again, at this point, it's, we're planning that two-day event, September 12th and 13th. We'll keep you posted as to that, uh, you know, happening as we get closer to that day, assuming that the uh, that all the restrictions are lifted. Okay, and the third thing, of course, is there's Festa Italiana that's going on throughout that month, where we have not only um, the main festival, but you know, they do the mass in Italian, they do the Festa luncheon. It's always a lot of fun. I think they are canceling the taste of Italy. But they are going to do a Festa Italiana, although it's not going to be, believe it or not, a live festival that's going to be held at the uh, at, uh, outside at Seattle Center. And this kind of brings up an interesting thing. We talked about this a little bit last time. I don't want to be a, uh, a killjoy on this. Right. But, you know, they're talking about doing a virtual Festa Italiana. Okay. Now, what does that mean? That means probably during the month of August and the early part of September, they're going to be shooting, you know, all of the Italian bands that would normally be performing. You're going to shoot each of them, you know, doing a, maybe a one-hour concert on stage. You're going to shoot um, a bunch of our celebrity chefs, you know, cooking their recipes. Maybe go to their shoot it at their own restaurant or bring them into the studio at Seattle Center to shoot them there. They're they're going to shoot bocce, you know, uh, someplace find a bocce court, set up a bocce court. They're going to maybe shoot a piece pizza toss. Maybe they'll have. Um, you know, stuff from our, uh, do a presentation online of our um, historical photos, which always are real popular. Maybe they'll have pictures of cars and stuff. And I know this all sounds great. And again, I don't want to like, you know, be the killjoy of this thing, but come on. A virtual festival, the whole reason you go to a festival is you go outside. Okay. And you're there, you're at the festival, you're participating in it. The whole thing is interactive. Uh, and it's just being a part of it. So while we, you know, we certainly are going to do everything we can to promote it and to encourage people to, uh, you know, to, I guess, tune in. They're probably going to be playing it over that Fest Italiana weekend. Uh, I don't know on what TV channel it's going to be, but it will let you know. Or, or, or I know it's going to be available online if you want to watch it on your computer. And, you know, they'll, it'll probably then be run a few times throughout the year. But I don't know. I'm just not sure how successful this really is going to be, how many people are really going to want to tune into it. And certainly I'm not seeing how it's going to be able to make much money, maybe get a few sponsors for the broadcast, but I don't know. What, what, what do you think? I, I think it's really, uh, it's a great idea what they try to do, but it's not working for Italian. Italian like to be uh, feeling people, see people. That's how we, are. we like to look, to go a feeling the fun, the party, and like this, virtually, it's not the same. So well, I think I think that's true of not Italians. I mean, I think of so many people here. Like, look, mm. we we have all of the people. Just as an example, who come out to Monochino's restaurant uh, in Issaquah, you know, where I sing, and they, um, you know, for years people come out there because they love that experience. So yeah, we've right. been doing delivery of food to them, and that's great. And we'll yeah. still probably do that to an extent after we reopen. But people really want to come to the restaurant to, to have that experience of going there. And these are just anybody 
not just Italian people, but you know, I mean, like, okay, if, if what's the difference? Let me ask you. If you had to do your, you, you just got back from Leavenworth, okay? Mm-hmm. Now you were there. You were experiencing live the town of Leavenworth. All the little shops, all the food and restaurants. If yeah. if you just had to watch that on TV, would, would it? You know, maybe you might tune in for ten yeah. minutes, maybe half an hour. But you know, that's it. It's like this. Since looking someone to eating ice cream, and you can have the ice cream. Make sense? Yeah. You're outside yeah. the screen, looking someone eating the pizza or drinking wine, whatever, the ice cream, and you're here watching them, and you cannot have that. That is not yeah, a scam. Yeah. It just, uh, it will irritate me more, honestly, because I want to be there. Well, yeah, and, um, and, and, and to Dennis Calderola's credit, Dennis is going to be on the show with us here in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, he, it's, this is not his choice. He would prefer, obviously, mm-hmm. to do a live festival. I mean, he's the director of Festi Italiana, but Seattle Center has basically said, no, they're not going to do any more live events for the balance of the year. Regardless, mind you, regardless mm-hmm. of what, you know, the governor right. says, even if the governor, you know, right off the bat, say, yeah, we're going to have these events and we come back, you know. And this just shows you how messed up that city is. I mean, you know, they can, we don't need to say anymore, you know. But. They can do it controlling. Same things like like now protesting is not control nothing. They but, can't even control people taking over their police stations. They got protesters coming out of their ears. What do they do? They say cancel the police, you know, exactly what they deserve. That argument because I will turn evil. Let's change it completely because I'm with you with that 100%. Absolutely. So, so let's go on to my favorite topic which is recipe, the food of the day, okay? So this sounds like a good one you got here. I got to tell you, girella alla Nutella. So tell us about this. So that's what I say. Um, It's a type of brioche. You know, brioche is like a little snack that we have in Italy. And my favorite, it was called girella. And somehow I was looking and say, I wish I had those brioche. I need to Google it to see if I can find them. And voila. It just come out. I find it in the Giallo Zafferano is Italian website that you can find Lara uh, recipe Italian, and they do it even in English if you need it. Anyway, they have a video, everything. All right. So, so, so <laughs> basically, this is a dessert. Yes. Yes, but it's like yes, it is. Um, girella mean already rounded girella, like rounded. So, so it's a ra- it's a round dessert. Yes, and you can see the picture. Like I put it on, and it's like um, a pastry, and you roll it with Nutella inside. Can oh, I it sounds okay. good. Sounds really good. Unbelievable. I used to have it when I was in kindergarten or school. My mom, she put it in a bag. I was like, oh. Well, I know a Nutella, like, is not really as popular here as it is in Italy. But I know it's getting more popular here. But it's, I yeah. mean, Nutella is like the, everybody in, in, in Italy does Nutella. I remember mm-hmm. when I go to Italy, every single household, they have Nutella there. Oh, you yeah. Know? It's like a coffee. It's two things you have to have at home. You got Nutella there like we have peanut butter here. Oh, yeah. But good cup. Yes, yes. Yeah. So anyway, usually it's not with Nutella. They make it with normal chocolate. But this one, they went up the top and they decide instead to put just chocolate, let's just put Nutella. Which ah, is really gotcha, cool. gotcha. So anyway, it's really simple. I put the ingredients like uh, 80 gram of flour. Use If you have the Italian flour, the one really number zero, zero is perfect. Uh, sugar, 115 gram eggs four but they put the weight to how much they need because eggs are different form so the weight have to be 230 gram they put okay. in that All right. All right. chocolate power no sweet 
uh, vanilla extract, one spoon, and Nutella, of course. Um, baking chocolate is the bars, right? You need that one. Yeah, yeah. So there's some step. It's a lot to explain, a lot of step to do. It, if you, like I say, if you follow the step, you'll be fine. No start so basically, if, what it is, essentially, you're rolling it up, you're rolling the chocolate up in the dough. You gotta make the dough yeah, first. Yeah. That's make, what's going on. Right. You, you make, make the dough. The you make the dough of, first, and right. then you wrap the Nutella up in it, right? When you cook, that's when you do it. You put the Nutella, and you roll it, and you put it in the fridge to settle, and then you can cut it and dip Got it. So you cook it first, oh, and then you roll, put the Nutella in, or you, you, is that what you do? You cook it first. They yeah. the other layer of cream, they have to, the other layer of dough, they have to I cook see. on top, different color, with the two different ones, with chocolate one is plain. Yeah, yeah. And then you let it cool off again, you put the Nutella, then you roll it, all the steps I say here, exactly how to do it. Roll gotcha. it, okay? Yeah. Put it in the fridge to settle down, then you can cut it, and when you cut it, make sure you can make it thick as you want, okay? When you cut it, then you have the last step. It's one side of the brioche. You just dip it in the, the chocolate bars, the one that you melt it. So it has kind of like a like a chocolate topping to it. Yeah. That sounds great. Well, this sounds like a fantastic recipe. We're going to put this up on our Facebook page uh, and we'll feature it in this week because it sounds absolutely fantastic. And we okay. also, you know, uh, just... We also have Chef Pino's recipes from last week that we had some technical problems with our site, but we got those fixed. So we're going to get his stuff up as well. So we'll have this recipe, Chef Pino's. This sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. At the lit. It's, this will be a, a good thing to go with the chef's recipes. You can make that dish the chef said last week, mm -hmm. which was that Sicilian dish. And then you have this as your dessert afterwards. So there you go. You know? All right, yeah. folks, we're going to be right back after this quick word from our sponsors and coming up in our next seg next segment is an interview with a lovely and talented Mar marissa tomei don't go away hi i'm tito beverage founder and master distiller at tito's handmade vodka when i got into this business i used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts when i started to make a go of it the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves he said if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself then you'd really have something so i did and now all these years later we still only make one flavor vodka flavored vodka 80 proof tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in austin texas titosvodka.com hey dad thanks for helping me cook this italian meal we gotta pass down our family recipes your food is always so good what's the secret having the best authentic ingredients like the cicernio sausage for instance fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives i remember what my friend frank cicernio said all natural italian sausages to make the perfect italian meal no wonder it tastes so good available in major supermarkets up and down the west coast cicernio sausage visit cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. 
PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, she's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. And we are back here with the Italian Radio Show, part of the West Coast Italian Radio Network. I'm Tony Lestella, your host with the lovely, the lovely, the gorgeous Marzia Caputo. And we are broadcasting to you live today uh, on 1150 AM KKNW, or you can stream us at our website, WCIR.biz, the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio. Uh, today's show can be streamed, or you can hear any of our past shows there by clicking on the link. So, um, you know, last week we we did um, the first half of the, uh, the, the top, well, the, the top 13 Italian must know slang words and phrases. Okay. So these are, I guess, words that, you know, if you're going to go to Italy, if you're going to be there for a period of time and you're going to, you know, be talking with a local, the locals, these are things you're going to hear a lot. So you need to be familiar with them because, you know, it's kind of like we have our phrases here. Okay. I'm not talking about stuff like forget about it. I mean, you know, or, you know, like uh, you talking to me. I mean, that's like more Italian American, urban legend type of stuff. I mean, these are actually phrases that, that they, they use in Italy as slang phrases. Okay. So let's go right down the list here. Then the one that we uh, will start with the other half. We did the first half last week. Go okay. for it. Wasta uh, festa. Wasta festa. I can say to say wasta festa. So basically it sounds like this is uh, known in America as Debbie Downer. It's kind of like uh, the spoiler. So like the person who spoils the party, right? Yes, exactly. And like what I, what I was talking about, virtual festivals, you know? That's right. There's a guasta festa. Guasta, yeah. Look, if you separate the words, guasta is, means something when you go bad, you know? Like yeah, uh, yeah. the food is a guastato, rotten stuff. So. Yeah, That's gotcha. All right. The next one is, Basta, no pasta, basta. With a B as in boy, basta, yeah. Uh, now this, this no, uh, phrase I actually use quite a bit. And, I, and where I first yeah. learned about this was, um, you know, there, uh, just when, when I was uh, working in opera and stuff, uh, and I would be working with Italian uh, composers or, or, or directors or, or conductors and there's basta basta which is enough enough you know if you're moving on or you're doing something you know so that's something I know that is used frequently all right the next one a lot for my kids basta basta it's a good uh -huh. one so the next one is pisolino 
Bisolina, which is basically means an afternoon nap. It's kind of like what the Mexicans would call a siesta. If you're Italian, you call it Pisolina, right? You did really good. I never thought of that yeah, way. Yeah, wow, yeah. Pisolina, okay? okay. Next just, one, it's like Tony, guffare. Guffare, because someone else is, is experiencing bad luck. You use the Italian word guffare, yeah? Hey, so... That, now that's kind of tied in with the Gufa Festa above in a way, you know, think about it. You know, because um, it's a bad festa, you know? Gufa. Right. Or, and I guess that's maybe where Americans got the word goofball. Like you're a goofball. Ah. And I don't know, you're acting goofy. You yeah, know? Uh, I mean, exactly. like, like bad luck. I mean, I'm just taking a shot here. I don't know, you know. But the Gufari sound more like that. So, but here they say it's like a bad luck. I guess some place they use it for that too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, die. Ma dai, you say like dai. This one I have heard so much. I tell you what, this one, like I would have to admit, everybody needs to know this because I have spent time, you know, working with Italians, um, you know, hanging out with Italians, and they say this all means come on, come on, but they they mean it like hurry up, hurry up, you know. Um, dai, dai. They want you to do something right away. Dai, dai. Okay. Um, I remember. Fernando used to use it a lot uh, at the restaurant. Dai, dai, when he wanted to okay. move, yeah. move, move. Forward, let's go. Ah, yeah. Like, mean, it means stop. Now, dai, yeah. Like, it's enough. Stop. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. That too. Double meaning, depending on how you say it. Although I've never okay. heard it that way around times, but I can see what you're saying, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And the last one is. Bo. So, bo, it's just spelled B O H. B O A, the H is silent. Bo, is essentially means I don't know. I don't know. You Make know? sure to move your shoulder when you say bo. 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 bo you know? Very good. Excellent. <laughs> there you go. You know, so uh, it was a visual that they are, of course, listening audience missed. So uh. there you go, folks. Between last week and this week, you uh, we're giving you your critical Italian slang words mm -hmm. that you, uh, you know, that you um, were going to need if you're going to survive in Italy. Okay. And now we have a wonderful, wonderful special event happening here on our show. We have a great interview. We're going to be playing in just a second, uh, pre-recorded with uh, the wonderful, wonderful award-winning, the Academy Award-winning actress, Marissa Tomei. And, you know, just a little background on, on Marissa before we play the interview. She was born in 1964, okay? Uh, and she, uh, so she's like in her late 50s right now. Although you never think of her that. I mean, I always think of her as this kind of young, vibrant, um, young to middle-aged, you know, beautiful gal. And she is totally beautiful. Um, she's, of course, received just numerous accolades. The Academy Award for her uh, for her um, supporting actress role and uh, in, in My Cousin Vinny. Uh, she's, has screen, she's received three Screen Actors Awards. Golden Globe Awards, many more. She was actually born in Brooklyn, New York. Hmm. Her her, um, her mother was an English teacher. Her father was a trial attorney. Both of them very successful Italian-Americans in their own right. Um, and her parents were both of Italian descent. Okay, Now, they her parents were, of course, born in this country. But their ancestors came from Tuscany, Calabria, and Campania, uh, and Sicily. So, um, you know, got those four regions with the two paternal and the two maternal grandparents, okay? Um, 
course, she grew up there in Brooklyn, and she was captivated at a very young age by Broadway shows, interestingly, because that's how I really got into singing and drama and theater. When I was just a kid, I, I loved Broadway shows, and you know, especially uh, when they were uh, in the films they made, okay? So mm -hmm. she started getting, uh, you know, getting into, um, of course, the drama program at her high school, doing plays in high school. Then as she graduated, she got into different work doing different roles on Broadway. She got a break in different television shows like The World Turns, The Crosby Shows. Uh, of course, her big, big break that we all, everybody in the civilized world remembers her is playing the supporting role in My Cousin Vinny, mm -hmm. uh, where she appeared, um, you know, um, as uh, the girlfriend there um, of Joe Pesce, and uh, she, of which she won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. And she's had additional Academy, Academy Award nominations. She continues to work to this day, appears in movies and Broadway shows. We want to play you this wonderful, wonderful interview provided to us by the courtesy of NBC TV, uh, done by Conan O'Brien. How are you? I'm good. Everything good? Yeah, you're yeah. you're doing pretty great, huh? I'm doing That's good. Wonderful. Yeah. Congratulations. What are you congratulating me on? The Emmys. Oh, the Emmys. <laughs> oh, yes, that was uh, yes, that was fun. <laughs> It's like, you forgot about no, I thought you were complimenting me on getting this huh? show nine years ago. Uh, I mean, this was a big break for you. Uh, we, of course, what did you think of the show? You were glued. You were watching the Emmys. I I was on a plane. I didn't get to see it. I wish that I did. I need what TV. What the hell? I know. How dare you? I'm sorry. I've watched it every time. It sounds extraordinary. Every time you've been at the Oscars, I've been there. <laughs> and then you do this to me. Uh... But no, that's okay. Really, take, no, it's take, another take it's another award me, huh? show. You didn't you didn't miss anything. Um, oh. No, no, no. It's uh, please. I don't have a big ego about those things. But you are never coming back. Now, now let's talk about you because that's what it's all about. This is, yeah. That's what these shows are for. No one wants to hear any more about me. <laughs> um, you just, because you look fantastic, you've, you've got some color. I heard you just got back from the islands. You got I, back from the Bahamas, I right? was in the Bahamas for a few days, yes. At the That's Ocean nice. Club. Yes. What were you doing there? There was a charity event, a Michael Jordan um, golf tournament uh, to raise funds for a children's charity. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and what, it was a golf tournament, and are you a good golfer? Oh, I didn't golf. I, I didn't. Really? I just, yeah, I, I just... It was a charity. I was, <laughs> it was a free trip, is what it was. I see how it works true. now. So, um, whenever people come to you and say, We have a charity, you're like, Well, uh, where's the trip? What's going on here? Sure, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it. So you went there, and it's a, it's, a, it's a charity. People play golf. Yeah, well, Michael Jordan played golf, and uh, Richard Dent, Dr. J, and Boris Becker. Those are all amazing athletes. Who was, amazing, amazing athletes. Who was the Wayne best Gretzky? golfer of those people? Wayne Gretzky's wife, Janet. Janet Jones won. Wayne Gretzky's wife beat all those all other those guys, amazing yeah. athletes? Second year in a row. Second year in a row. That's great. Yeah. I bet you secretly they're like really mad about it too. You know, because, <laughs> you know, athletes have fragile egos. Well, they, they weren't upset that I wasn't at the golf tournament, so that's why I hope with the Emmy thing we're, we're, we're past you that. keep rubbing my hand and everything's fine. Um, <laughs> I don't care what you do to me. Uh, now, if you weren't golfing, what were you doing when you were in the Bahamas? Floating, floating in the water, and you know, 
<laughs> floating in the water. Most people say they were swimming, the but you make it sound like you just I floated was away. I tired. I needed to float. <laughs> so, it's true. So you were just floating in the water? Yeah. Is yeah. it cold yeah. there? No, it's probably it's still like nice. It's like bath water. It was, was wonderful, except for that I, got, I actually wound up getting bit by a man of War? Man, Man of War. Ray? Yeah. Ray? Those giant Ray? jellyfish? One of those jellyfish? Giant guys? jellyfish. That's yeah. terrible. That's supposed to really hurt. Right. Yeah, well, it's done. And my arms got swollen. So what I did you do? Did you have to go to the... I mean, what do you, how do you treat something like that? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I'm, I treated it the homeopathic way. Okay. Well, I think it would be good if we knew what that was. You know what that is. <laughs> that guy's like, oh, it's I, I, gross. I swear to you, I don't, gross, I don't know what that is. I, it's very you late really at night. Don't, you don't have any home remedies? I <laughs> well, it, it started swelling up. It was really stinging, and I'm you know, just holding it out like that. And I, I was with three of my girlfriends, and um, one of them just... I guess she was in the water a lot more than I've been in my life. And she said, we have to pee on it. Actually, I think that that's really how you get rid of that's a home remedy. Are you sure she wasn't just playing a trick on you? I don't know. She really, it worked. It worked. But I think she really just what did if, have to. What if that turns out to be her answer to everything? <laughs> I think we oh my to God, pee. my checkbook! I can't balance it. Gonna have to pee on you. What? And who's the sucker? <laughs> that's incredible. I, I, no, I really have not heard of that remedy. You really haven't. No, no I really I haven't. Really? Yeah, yeah, I haven't well, heard of that well, remedy. Now you know. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. So don't take antibiotics. No, I'm just now realizing that's a great excuse if people got caught doing something, you know. <laughs> I, we were bit by jellyfish, you know. In a hotel room? Well, it worked uh, right Let me just say. The hell? <laughs> I don't know. Look. But for the record. It's going to be, you know what? It's just going to be that kind of show yeah, tonight, and I, I can't so. control it. You I'm did it. You. I'm with you. You started it. It's not my but fault. For the record, it, it worked. I, had, I went to the lifeguard, and he said my arm would stay swollen and be itchy all night and for a few days, and, and it didn't at all. because. Did you tell him, oh, don't worry, lifeguard, we took care of the problem? No, I didn't. I didn't. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy, based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call 
Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpaAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. And we are back here with more of the West Coast Italian Radio Network bringing you the Italian Radio Show. So, uh, you know, I, I have always loved Maritza Tome. I got to tell she's you. She's so and much fun. Is, um, and, you know, she's single. She's single. I mean, this she's is, a, I mean, she's a beautiful gal. She dated, I mean, she's dated different people and she was in a serious relationship for a while. I can't remember with who right off the bat. Mm. But the interesting thing is she does not really believe um, in conventional marriage for whatever reason. Wow. And so she chooses, you know, to um, maybe she just hasn't met the right guy. I don't know. But the point is, mm-hmm. is she's single. She doesn't have any kids. She's still absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Um, I mean, she I think she's probably 58 or something like that. But she's she looks like she's about 30 still. I mean, she's just gorgeous. Um, a couple of other things. Um, about her is um, I know of people in New York that have worked with her on Broadway and they say that she's actually a very, very nice person, easy to get along with. I mean, very good actress, you know, very focused on what she does, but in her personal life, they say, you know, she's really easy to get along with. So, uh, you know, I don't know what maybe, you know, just maybe has met the right person, you know? So, but there you go. All our single guys out there that, you know, you got a shot, you got a shot, you know? Oh boy. So, all right. So now, you know, before interview, that's what I want to say. It was really fun how she was speaking really. Yeah. Yeah. How humble she is. And I mean, even her voice, I mean, this, that was a recently done interview. Her -hmm. voice, she sounds like she's like, you know, Uh, you you don't think of her being almost 60 i mean you know so unbelievable all right before we do our final segment today which is going to be our artist of the week um i just want to mention that our italian recipe that we did uh that we uh that that, uh, was presented here by um marzi our girella alla nutella uh, and all of our food and recipe segment is brought to you uh, to you by our sponsor tito's vodka which does so much to support our show and really to support our community uh, they do a lot of great charity work and uh, we work with them a lot in different charitable events we appreciate so much them sponsoring that segment and our show and um you know we have a new podcast that's going to be it's going to be a televised podcast we're working on it right now we will have it out to you this summer we haven't quite determined when but it will be this summer and then it will continue weekly thereafter and it will be a 20 minute television like a short about 15 20 minutes long we figure that you can access on your computer or mobile device it'll be a televised podcast um it's going to be called Radio Italiano Luce Rosa. Radio Italiano Luce Rosa. You should say in English, I should say in Italian. It's the Italian radio show after hours. Luce Rosa. Ascoltateci. Va bene. eh? So basically, you know, and I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Yes, the show is going to be for 18 people. You have to be... 18 years or older to right. be able to watch it. You know. uh, and, and, you know, you, you, you can uh, we'll, we'll, you go to our website. There'll be a, a way there that you sign up and that you'll get a thing that we uh, we, we subscribe to it. Um, but, you know, we're not getting into anything weird, but we're going to get touchy with the show. We're going to get into some topics. 
that we can't really talk about here on the radio because it's the FCC controls. You say the wrong thing. Beep, they, they either beep you and you can't say it or they put you off the air. And we just want to be frank about certain subjects. Some of these will be, you know, uh, contemporary things that are out going on today in our society. Some of them may be historical topics. Some of them just may be fun stuff that we make up and you give you the Italian point of view. And, you know, if they want to say a certain thing, they express how they really feel, they'll express how they really feel. Are you going to be our opinion? You know, take exactly. it. Exactly. And we're going to have different guests in there. We'll have like, you know, but it's going to be, you know, be televised. You get to see the beautiful Marcia. Why have her on the show? She makes me look good, you know, because, you yeah. know, she's lovely. She's talented. You say, who's this old guy with her, you know? So, uh, room all the time, exactly. Hopefully, she'll still be broadcasting in her bedroom, be yeah. the best of all worlds. You know, uh-huh. our ratings are sure to go up through the ceiling. Then, you know, ay, ay, ay. and watch Marcia live in her bedroom. So, you know, anyhow, uh, yeah, we're so that's coming up this summer. We're in the midst of filming mm-hmm. it right now. Um, and like I say, each episode will have certain guests on to talk about the topics we have. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very off the wall. It's going to be a little risque at times. We're going to call a spade a spade. If it smells like something, we're going to call it that. We're not going to mince our words. Uh, and we're going to challenge people a little bit. So we'll have a great deal of fun with it. Some of you can't miss. And once we get ready to, uh, once we have a release date, when we're going to start airing, we will definitely start promoting it so you can sign up for that. We'll keep telling you about it here in the meanwhile on our show. So now I think a really great way to end this week's broadcast, because mm-hmm. uh, everybody kind of needs a lift. We need a lift, you know. There's right. so much stuff going on. I mean, first we have the COVID virus. Now we have all the protests. Oh, and don't get me wrong. I'm totally behind people protesting. And I think, they, the, the, you know, it's, it's great to protest for stuff that needs to be changed. Absolutely. I don't support the violence, though. Okay, I'm not not at all supporting the violence or when people do reckless things like they take over a police station. I don't support that. But, yeah, the protest in general and what what they stand for, trying to get reform, the certain things need to be reformed. Absolutely. Right. But the point is, we've had a lot of this negative, heavy, heavy stuff out there. And that's not what this show is about. This show is about, you know, we tell you a little bit about the news in our opinion. We want to have fun. So what better way, Marcia, to end this week's show with the music, our Artist of the Week, brought to you by Mickey Spa Salon, down at the Tacoma Waterfront, our Artist of the Week, the one and only Ray Gelato, where we can all mambo our way around into next week and have a great week here with his Mambo Italiano. We'll be back next week, folks, with a brand new show. Meanwhile, we're going to go out today giving you Mambo Italiano with Ray Gelato. God bless you. Ciao a tutti.